Methods of expansion. Apart from wars, several governor generals followed other methods to ensure the company's supremacy in India. First is the subsidiary alliance. Lord Wellesley perfected the system of subsidiary alliance to subjugate Indian powers without going through actual warfare. Any Indian ruler whose security was threatened could enter into a subsidiary alliance with the British. The British promised to protect the ruler from external attack and internal revolt. The ruler would have to accept the supremacy of the British in India. The ruler would have to keep and pay for the maintenance of certain number of British troops who would be permanently placed in the territory of the subsidiary alliance. A British resident would be posted in the court of the ruler. The Indian ruler was not allowed to employ any European in his service. The ruler would not sign any treaty or form an alliance with any other power without the permission of the British resident. States like Mysore, Hyderabad, Awadh, the Rajput and the Marathas were forced to accept this alliance after being defeated by the English. The system of subsidiary alliance proved to be disastrous for the Indian rulers. They became virtual puppets in the hands of the British. The payment of huge amount of money for the maintenance of British troops was a heavy drain on their sources. Indian states became impoverished while the British could maintain a portion of their army at the expense of Indian rulers. The second policy which was very important was the doctrine of lapse. In 1848, Lord Dalhousie arrived in India as the Governor General. Dalhousie was determined to extend British rule over India. His imperialist policy was based on three fundamental principles, namely the expansion of territories by war, the occupation of Indian states through the application of doctrine of lapse and the takeover of Indian states on grounds. Dalhousie occupied the Punjab and Sindh through war. He brought several subordinate states directly under the company's rule by annexing them on the basis of doctrine of lapse. According to Indian tradition, a king adopted and hired the throne if he did not have his own son. But by the doctrine of lapse, if the king of subordinate state died without a natural male hire, then the kingdom would lapse to the British. It would automatically pass into the hands of the British. Satara, Sambalpur, Jhansi and Nagpur were annexed under this policy. The families of the former rulers would be pensioned off. However, Nana Sahib, the adopted son of Peswa Bajirao II, was not given pension. On grounds of maladministration, Awadh was occupied in 1856. Nawab Wajid Ali was pensioned off and sent to Calcutta. By 1856, the East India Company had brought the whole of India under its control. After this, no war was waged to expand the British Empire any further. Parts of the country that were under Indian rulers were effectively under British control.